0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. If you hear some extraneous noise in the background from time to time, (laughs) there's a gigantic uh, sledgehammer kind of thing. One of those that's mounted on the tractor, you know, a big device. And they are just whacking away at a hill over here. It's not that far away. It's probably only about 150 yards down the hill from us. I think they're trying to widen the road or something. I don't think you can hear it, but you may be able to, so I don't think your devices are going crazy or anything, okay? So here we are. We're in Matthew, 26th chapter, and we're coming to the end of the time of Jesus' corporeal existence here upon the earth, okay? So let's go to the 36th verse of the 26th chapter, and it says this, Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there to pray. Now we're going to look at uh, two other gospels here. Mm, some maybe today, likely in the next episode or two, and we're going to get the detail here about who it was that went with him, and you're going to see some other really intriguing details. I started not to do those cross references because, you know, sometimes you think, well, okay, maybe I'm giving too much information out or whatever. But I tell you what, folks, we need. To have the complete and total account. And even when we're examining Matthew, we really must go over to see what the other Gospels <clears throat> have to provide as far as insight into what we're reading, to where we have the complete picture. <clears throat> so here he is. He's come to Gethsemane. He has his disciples, and he tells them to sit over there for a while. Now, verse 37, he took with him Peter and, two, and the two sons of Zebedee, that's James and John, And began to be grieved and distressed. So he went away a distance Mm -hmm. from the major group of the disciples. Uh, One of the other Gospels will say a stone's throw. But he takes Peter, James, and John with him. And while he starts praying, he's grieved and he's distressed. Then he said to them, verse 38, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch with me. you know, this is one of the, uh, I mean, it's just, it's sad, it just strikes your heart because here Jesus is, he's grieved, and that's what that word means, intensely sad, okay? Even to the point of death, that type of sorrow. So he's telling them, remain here with me, keep watch with me. Now, that begs the question in my mind, when I hear that phrase, keep watch, for what are they watching? If I'm keeping watch for something or over something. I'm keeping my eye on something or I'm anticipating something. And I think there's elements of all this. He says, remain here and keep watch with me. He's asking him to stay with him. He's also asking him to, you know, physically, I think, keep watch because he knew what was about to happen. He'd already sent Judas out. And he knew that the time had come when the religious rulers were going to make a move on him, Literally that they were going to come and have him arrested. He knew this. And so he's asking them, hey, stay here, remain here with me, keep watch. But it's more than just watching, verse 39. And he went a little beyond them. So now he goes a little beyond them and fell on his face and prayed. So he's on his face, however that posture may have been. He may have been just fully laid out flat, more than likely bowed before God on his knees, you know, at the waist with his face all the way to the ground. And he says this, this is Jesus speaking. My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. You know, there's so much to be gleaned from this. So here Jesus is, he's calling upon father. And he's saying what? If it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Well, did Jesus know if it was possible or not possible? I think this is actually a a great verse for us to gain some understanding about how Jesus was totally God, but he was totally man too. And what the other scripture tells us how he set aside certain things when he took on the form of flesh. It doesn't mean that he wasn't these things but he set them aside, and so he may not have known the name of somebody. You see Jesus asking that type of thing. He is not, as God is, all-knowing at this point in time. Also, it's not the kind of thing where he's just saying, hey, God, you haven't changed your mind, have you? (laughs) He knew what the mind of God was because he is God. And that wondrous mystery of the triune nature of God, of Father, Son, and Spirit, which before the foundations of the earth, before anything was spoken to creation, knew what was going to occur. He knew. And so he's saying this, you know, I'm asking you to let this cup pass for me. Boy, is that not the humane part, the humanity part of the Lord Jesus? I'm not particularly wild about going through this, Father. But you know what? Yet it's not as I will, but as you will. You know, he, he tells the Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass. Uh, over in Mark, which we'll read some other time because <laughs> our time is running short, he says this, all things are possible for you. And so in Matthew, when we see that if all the time, particularly in English, it's like we're thinking somebody's asking a question, if it is possible, that we're sort of doubting. No, he's acknowledging, even the way that that Greek is structured right there, that all things are possible with you, God. Everything is possible. You know what? You could do something to where this cup would pass for me and still save all mankind. Really? This is the plan of God. This is what he's going to do. Verse 40. And he, Jesus, came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter. So he comes to this group of uh, three right here. So he's speaking to Peter and he says, so you could not watch, keep watch for me for one hour. Couldn't you keep watch with me for one hour? So let's go over the mark real quick and pick up that passage. It says this, beginning with verse 32 of the 14th chapter. They came to a place named Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here until I've prayed. And he took with him Peter and James and John, and began to be very distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. And he went a little beyond them and fell to the ground. And began to pray that if it were possible, the hour might pass and it might pass him by. And he was saying, Abba, Father. So Mark brings in that Abba. That's what Matthew called my Abba, Father. All things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet, not what I will, but what you will. And he came and he found them sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep watch for one hour? And then Mark provides some other things. Jesus says this, Keep watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now Mark actually has a little more extended thing here. You want to hear it? Here it is, verse 39. Again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again he came back and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, And they did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? It is enough. In other words, it's enough rest, enough sleeping. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. Behold, the one who betrays me is at hand. Man, is there any more dramatic scene right here? So here he is crying out to Father, Father, if there's another way, make it happen. You can do anything you want to, God. But you know what? Not my will, but Your will be done. He goes. The disciples uh, are asleep. He comes back. He prays again. He goes. They're still asleep. He leaves them asleep. He comes back and prays again. Then he comes back and he wakes them up and he says, "Guys, we got to get going. It's happening right now." You see determination in the Lord Jesus Christ. You see him to go in. Okay, Father, I've received my answer. It's time to press on. We'll continue looking at this in the next episode. Thank you so much, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.